0: Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers, your movies and entertainment podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy.
1: And I'm Corwin Heller.
0: (laughs) I was wondering if I lost you for a minute there. Uh, And uh, today we are discussing two films we're talking about, um, 2019's The Peanut Butter Falcon and 2004's Collateral. Corwin, are you ready to rumble? No. Yes. Tune in next week to find out if Corbin's ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool, cool. So where where do you want to start?
1: Again, I am indifferent. Watched The Peanut Butter Falcon today. Watched Collateral last night, so both are pretty fresh. Um, uh, yeah.
0: All right, Collateral's the better movie, So let's. Cause, but I think I'm going to have more to say about The Peanut Butter Falcon, so let's start with Collateral. Sounds good. Um, Collateral came out in 2004. It was uh, directed by Michael Mann, written by Stuart Beattie, uh, and starring uh, most premierly or firstly, I don't know what the correct word is, Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx, and Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, also appearing in this movie. Guys like Mark Ruffalo, Peter Berg, uh, and Emilio Rivera. I don't know who you are. Doesn't matter. Uh, It was nominated for two Oscars, Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role for Jamie Foxx, and Best Achievement in Film Editing for Jim Miller and Paul Rubel. Uh, It had an estimated budget of scrolling (laughs) 65 million, really? Wow. Uh, And a cumulative worldwide gross of 221 million. So definitely a success. Um, And all of that
1: 65 million went to Tom Cruise's hair bleach.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was aggressive. And I kind of love it.
1: Um, it almost took me out of the movie, just like how often I just caught myself just staring at his hair, just like he will never get hair like this because he will never allow himself to look old. But like he fucking kills it. And I don't know honestly, do, I would ever think, expect otherwise. Do you think it's
0: it's uh, just naturally gray hair at that point? Like they told him, Tom, stop dyeing your hair for a little bit.
1: Oh, I don't think he was old enough for that level of hair. I feel like it has to be dyed. How old do you think Tom Cruise was when this movie came out? I don't know if I could tell you how old Tom Cruise is right now, let alone doing the math to figure it out. I'll right, so say Tom- he was 38 when this movie came out.
0: You're very close. He was born in 1962, so that him has him at 42 when this movie comes out.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Which also makes him fucking fifty eight, which is insane to think about.
1: Like he looks forty, and that's why I just refuse to accept that he will ever look old. Cause like Man. that just will not Scientology will not allow the face of the franchise <laughs> to look like that.
0: Yo, he is dead ass the Tom Brady of Scientology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Uh I don't know. I've seen men go gray at 40. It it just doesn't matter. Um, The movie is about a cab driver who finds himself in the hostage hostage, uh, as the hostage of an engaging contract killer as he makes his rounds from hit to hit during one night in Los Angeles. Corwin, what are your uh, impressions of this movie? What do you think? Uh,
1: Just before we move off of people looking weird, um, I still am shook by Mark Ruffalo being in this movie. Because the first time I saw him, I was like, that man looks familiar. Like trying to think back at like all the Latino characters and detective movies I've seen over the years, like trying to pinpoint who this guy looks like. And it's like, oh, my God, that's fucking the Hulk that like it just took me so out of it. It looked nothing like Mark Ruffalo. I know, dude, I've seen this. movie. It's been a few
0: years since I've seen this movie. And I guess he just disappeared from my memory of it. And yeah, you're you're right. Once he came on the screen, it's like, oh shit, oh my god, oh my god, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird sensation seeing him in this. It looks young as fuck.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I I went into this movie uh, fully expecting a lesser version of Heat because it's Michael Mann and that's what you got, and or you know that's what you expect, and ended up really liking this movie like a whole lot like uh, you know we just talked about this last week with uh, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums how there's just so many characters it felt like there was you know no depth to really any of them because you just didn't have that time with the characters to really dive in and with this I felt like oh my god this entire movie is character depth and there's just a story intertwined around it with some action thrown in Um, it's been a little while since I've seen heat last, but it it definitely didn't feel like the same even vein or genre of movie. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, all the action was still fantastic. It's Michael Mann. That's what he's known for. And I, I just appreciate the hell out of his work in that area. Um, I thought it was very beautifully shot. Like most of the movies I end up picking for some reason or another. Um, really cool, unique uh, shots throughout the movie. Um, They used a lot of like lens glare on uh, Jamie Foxx's glasses. I already forgot the guy's name. Mark, I think? Uh, Max. Max. Same difference. Close enough. Um, But I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it uh, more than I thought I would. Not a ton more, but definitely more uh, than I thought I was going to. Um, And it was just an overall one of those movies where... You know, action movies to me aren't exactly always the the cream of the crop stylistically or not stylistically story wise. But like this definitely falls into the, char- the character, character, I, I forget what category go for. category. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new low for me um, of just like movies that are just like no matter what's going on, I could sit down and watch this and enjoy it. No problem.
0: I, I'm almost tempted to not even call this like an action movie, just because of right. how I don't want to say slow, but I want to say it—it it, it burns, you know. Like it really has like this deliberate pace about it,
1: and it's, in my notes, I kept calling it relaxed.
0: Yes, that is exactly what it is, which is fucking bizarre because <laughs> it's there's so much at stake for 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 uh, um. For the for the Max character, I almost said Samuel L. Jackson. It's not. It's Jamie Fox, um, <laughs> which is fine because I keep wanting to call Tom Cruise Tom Brady. <laughs> Everyone's name is wrong in my head today. Um, anyway, the Jamie Fox character has like he he's fucking tied to a steering wheel. He, he he's going to get killed by by drug people. He, he's got so much to say the whole movie. But Tom Cruise being like the least Tom Cruise character in the world, just like right? cool as the cucumber like great posture he's just like he's just having a nice evening you know he's just he's just like this is it's it's a wonderful night you know i got to do a few chores you know the wife asked me to pick up some groceries i got to kill that guy um and you know just, but we're, we're having a nice little night here and he just like centers the film in such a bizarrely great way um because seriously when i when i think of tom cruise like what 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 are some of your first impressions when i say oh hey tom cruise came out with a new movie
1: um i'm immediately gonna think okay how much is he gonna run because that's oh
0: that's true
1: it happens every fucking time um and then what is it? it it's always gonna end up being okay what kind of crazy stunts are we gonna see and then it's okay, I actually don't even care what the movie's going to be about because I know it's going to be fairly easy to watch and enjoyable because that's just Tom Cruise's shtick at this point. Like, he doesn't do anything crazy. Well, I I take that back. He always does something crazy, but the movies themselves aren't out there anymore. It's very usually pretty safe, usually very well done, well shot, and then he just kills it. And that's kind of how I... You know, this is definitely something that would describe collateral um yeah i don't know it was one of those sentences i, I wasn't sure where i was going with it <laughs> i
0: understand i i usually think of him as um intensely pouty and doing a lot you know because yeah, whether sense. yeah whether it's like the um mission impossible movies where he's like the action dude he's still like there's usually some some level of emotional in addition to the world almost ending in every one of those movies. There's always some like emotional catalyst for him, and if you think about him in his like earlier more dramatic roles, which he has seemingly entirely abandoned, um, like um, watch that one where he's the fucking uh, uh lawyer um,
1: oh uh, with Jack Nicholson? Nicholas? yeah, Nicholson, a uh, few um, good men,
0: few good men, or him in uh. Fucking, I can't think of movie names and we're doing a movie show. The one where or he, he's the sports agent?
1: Oh, um show me what the money. movies. Yeah. Jerry Maguire.
0: Jerry Maguire. I hate that fucking movie.
1: Anyway, it's, um I I, I just want to say I went into that movie thinking it was going to be an all-time classic. It is one of the most overrated movies I've ever seen in my life.
0: Oh my is god good yo it's like one step above a hallmark movie honestly if that it's basically a hallmark movie
1: dude cuba Gooding jr is cringing in that movie
0: the scene where he gets up and like starts dancing after he gets leveled and it doesn't totally different movie doesn't matter uh but again same (laughs) thing
1: we should talk about how bad that movie is
0: it's fucking (laughs) trash and the fact that cuba Gooding jr is now arrested for being a pedophile is like not surprising if you saw that movie what well, not like literally, but he got not, well, he right, shouted a in heavy,
1: heavy he shouted a nightclub
0: telling people to suck that baby's dick, and uh, that's not a good look. No.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's pretty bad.
0: And he did get arrested for sexual misconduct, so it's oh. like, ugh, how, how well did you know Ur, <laughs> Jeffrey <yeah>. Epstein? Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, show me that baby dick! Uh, <laughs> Tom like Cruise it. is always Pouting at something And this is like the one movie where he's not um, That I can really think of Because in, in all the, you know, in Jerry Maguire He's pouting about like You know, he's leaving his job and he can't get any clients And his gr- girlfriend's mad at him And and and, and, uh, and a few good men Like he's pouting Because they aren't following the rules of the law And in like all of his action movies He's pouting because like They took my girlfriend Um so, So super reductionist for all of his movies, but this movie, he's just like he's just cool as a fucking cucumber, man. He's just Mm -hmm. he's doing so calm, collected. You know what it reminds me of in a lot of ways. It reminds me of how like a lot of
1: stuff, Craig. Craig. Piece of fucking shit.
0: So our uh, recording. Guy didn't record and uh we lost a full hour's worth of conversation that happened after you what you heard cut out. Um, which sucks. It was a really good conversation. We talked very much so in depth on the peanut butter falcon. Um and I thought it was a worthwhile conversation, but honestly, folks, we cannot do it again. Um it's just too much.
1: Stopped by and came on the show and talked with us for a while.
0: It was super super cool.
1: Yeah. Hella tight, bro. Uh,
0: So anyway, we're not doing it again um, for time's sake and for our own emotion's sake. So we're going to real quick just give um, an overall summary from our standpoint on each of the films, give our star rating, and announce next week's um, films for us, and then just move on. So uh, Corwin, why don't you start off by summarizing just in general um, collateral, and then I'll give mine.
1: Uh, classic Michael Mann action movie with really dealt really well done, excuse me, action sequences. Great character development, beautifully shot, um, with some issues with sound editing that is easily overlooked. In all, if you compared it to other action movies or movies of this style, uh, it is very much near the top. I give this a four out of five
0: i um'm a big fan of this movie. It's got a really interesting feel to it. It's very untraditional for an action film. It's got like corman's like really good uh, character development. It's beautiful um just in its appearance um and I have really no major complaints, but I give it three and a half stars i I, I said it was a another one of those gut feeling kind of decisions um It's the least Tom Cruise-iest role in the world, and I think that <laughs> works for him so much um it's really Jamie Foxx is wonderful in this film, and there's a ton of uh, actors in this that you're going to recognize: young Mark Ruffalo, young Javier Bardem, younger Jada Pinkett Smith. So def- definitely, uh, yeah, right. Shockingly enough, um, seriously, it feels like everyone's in this movie. Um, it's it's exceedingly well done. It's it's and it's uh, definitely worth the time. So three and a half for me. Four from Corbin. Corbin, give me your quick overview on the Peanut Butter Falcon.
1: Uh, very easy to overlook the writing mistakes, at least when I first watched it uh, is an absolute fantastic feel good movie, uh, especially when that is a a genre I will say that I very much typically don't enjoy and find very cheesy. Um, acting performances are especially by Zach is phenomenal uh, and a high point of the movie. Um, there's really the only complaints I want to have are writing, which, you know, is definitely what Josh opened me opened my eyes up to. Um but it is hard to overlook. I give it a two and a half out So
0: it it might be a small blessing in disguise that uh that recording is gone only because we spent a lot of time talking about the uh many, many, many issues with the script. Um, but we both agree that this is still a really fun movie. Um, it's still got a wonderful performance by Zach Gattinson. I keep getting his name wrong. Uh, yeah, I understand the main, the main actor. Um, it's got again, a bunch of appearances by people that you will certainly recognize some of which make more sense than others, but it's a fun movie. It's a very easy movie to watch. Um, I'm also going to give it two and a half stars only because the writing is out of this world bananas. Um, but overall, it's still it's still enjoyable for what it is. So two and a half for me. Uh, that being said, Corwin, what is your
1: movie for next week? Martin Scorsese's The Departed.
0: An excellent choice. We'll have plenty to say about it. I'm going to pick the recent, re- recently released film, Invisible Man. I'm trying to pick movies that I haven't watched. Um, so this is the new one with Elizabeth Moss. Um, and... Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, do you have anything else, Corbin, before we go?
1: Corbin? Uh I just said fuck you Discord.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, up the ass. Um All <laughs> right. Oh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at Choosing Pod. If you wanna hit us up via email, you can do so at numbers at gmail.com and until Monday, y'all have a good one. Bye.